This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. What's going on, people? Welcome to Live Palace News. As you can see from the title, Palace are set to appoint a new manager. A manager that has won the Europa League only a few seasons ago. We're going to be discussing that and more. Of course, it's a drama-filled day. Uh, As always, there's going to be a lot of people in chat. Um, We might open up the lines, depending on how the show is going. So um, keep your eye peeled for that. But if you do enjoy the show, make sure to leave a like and subscribe. Um, As always, thank you for your support. Uh, just another update. Sorry for the lack of Chelsea match reaction. Uh, maybe you can tell from my voice, but I was ill. I've just about recovered <laughs> today. <laughs> what a time in, I guess. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm slowly getting there. So at times I might have to mute myself because I might be coughing. But yeah, we're slowly getting there. I'm joined by Patrick and Stan um, to talk, of course, about what's going on in the title. I mean, it's not rocket science what we're going to be discussing today. But before we actually talk about a new manager, there was some... Um, sad news today um, regarding, well, our current manager. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. As it stands right now, but that's not going to be for long. Um, we'll give all the sources, everything out to you as well. But um, earlier on today, um, unfortunately, uh, Roy uh, was um, admit was rushed to hospital. He was taken ill at the training ground. Um, following the news that Hodgson was ill and was at hospital, the press conference that was scheduled today for one thirty p.m. Um, had to be cancelled. Um, and um, Steve Parrish, uh, according to reports, also followed into the hospital. His condition is now stable, um, uh, according to the club. And uh, he's undergoing tests in the hospital. 
um, and everyone at the club and everyone at back of the nest, of course, sends the best wishes to Roy Hodgson. And just another thing on Roy Hodgson as well. Look, a lot of people have been frustrated with him for what he's done as a manager. But end of the day, he's a 76-year-old man. He's someone's son. He's someone's, you know, um, parent. Um, so I'm not going to be taking any personal disrespect towards him. Wish him all the best. Um, as we've always said, I'm not going to, we're not going to deny our feelings. A lot of people did want Roy Hodgson out of the club, including me, Patrick and Stan, and a lot of people in the chat. But of course, we're all human. So I'm not going to, um, talk about being happy about what's happened to him today. But, um, look, um, following that, <laughs> there's still more, um, Unfortunately, um, he won't be taking charge on uh, Monday night. Paddy McCarthy and Ray Lewington are most likely. That's according to the chief football reporter, reporter uh, for The Telegraph. And then the big news is, and I guess it's unfortunate the way that it's happened with Roy going to hospital and everything that's happening because they, uh, apparently today at that press conference, he was potentially going to speak about him you know, leaving the club. So it would have been good to hear from him as well. So it's unfortunate that it's had to happen this way, but we are, according to Professor Romano, uh, Ben Jacobs, and various other sources, Crystal Palace have a new manager. Wonderful Glasner is a new head coach of Crystal Palace. It hasn't been officially announced yet, but should be announced relatively uh, shortly. Over in Germany, they are saying that he's getting a two-year contract at Palace, um, and apparently he has an option, well, there's an option to explain extend his um, stay at Palace as well. So two years with another year to extend his contract at Palace. Look, gents, um, there's a lot of news that pushed out there within the last three minutes, of course, with Roy Hodgson. Unfortunate, um, but he won't be taking charge on Monday night. Uh, Just before we talk about the news individually, I mean, how did we feel about today? Like, I just feel like today, everything just happened back to back. I'll start off with you, Patrick. I mean, it was obviously a strange day. I mean, um, kind of hearing yesterday that this, that Glasner was in the works and then, you know, waking up to the fact that Roy, you know, was fell ill, was rushed to the hospital. Um, you know, the press conference was canceled and there was all kind of conspiracies going on about that, what happened. I mean, obviously not happy to hear that he's sick because no one wants to hear that kind of stuff. But it's been a really strange day. I mean, really, I'm sure no one at Palace wanted to stay to go this way, obviously. Um the news that Glasner came out, they would have probably preferred to not come out with what happened to Roy, but again, it's been out there for a while. So it's just been a, it's been a very, very strange day. I mean, really, it has been a very strange day. Yeah, Stan, for you as well, you've been following it over, um, not stateside. What do you say for Canada? Canada side? How do you... How do you what's the, the other side it? of the pond. The, the other side, side. <laughs> yeah, the other side of the pond. <laughs> the like where, where you are. Um, look, with Roy, of course... We've, you know, it's been an eventful season. It's been an eventful season. There's a lot that's happened. And we've we've all, there's no point denying it. Uh, it's just sad because, you know, he's. I just, I, I wanted him to leave the club, but not in this way. You know, at least he could have had a press conference. I could have said his final words and could have left the club like that. But right now, I don't even know if he's still in hospital or not. Um, it's, it's, it's a bit unfortunate the way that he, he is leaving. I know that we didn't want, you know, I, I not in we the club clearly made a decision, and he was going to, you know, it's going to be announced all today. But it's just that's the unfortunate side for for a guy, whether you disagree or agree with him. You know, four four to five years at Crystal Palace uh, in his first season, he did keep keep us up. We didn't score a goal for seven games. Um, you know, we've had we've had some good times under him in the four or five years. We also had some bad times, but you know, it's just sad for his last job 
to end in this way, especially with him not, you know, able to even say goodbye. It is. It is. Um, and like you said, like we we all probably wanted him gone out of the job. We did, mm. but no one wants anyone to suffer or be sick or anything like that. Like we're all, do you know what I mean? Like we're we're all reasonable people here. We're we're all human beings, right? Um, it's a shame that he didn't get to say his goodbyes. Maybe if he's feeling well enough, and we come out of this, you know, smelling of roses, and we actually do end up staying up and maybe he can come back the last game of the season um, so he can say goodbye and the fans can thank him and clap him off or something but listen um, yeah I'm I'm disappointed for, for him personally but you know from from the point that he didn't get to say goodbye but you know <laughs> this change should have happened in November yeah. right should have happened in November the guy is definitely you know he's 76 years old he's been under immense amounts of pressure um, and however fit or and healthy you can be, being a Premier League manager is going to age you, it's going to stress you out, it's going to take it out of you, and it looks like, unfortunately, that's caught up. Um, yeah, so, it, yeah. It, it, it's not the best circumstances, as I said, but I guess trying to find a positive out of this is that maybe he does need this rest, maybe that this is, you know, as much as we wanted him out for football reasons, but maybe on a personal reason, we look at Roy Hodgson. I mean, in the Villa game, he couldn't, you know, come to the game. He had, he, he was sick in that game. Yeah. Um, so he's he's had problems this season with his health, and you know, taking he was at the training ground today. He had to be rushed to hospital at the training ground. It wasn't like he got sacked today and then he was in hospital. He was at Palace, um, and he was going to actually hold a press conference. So maybe when you look at the bright side, hopefully he has a bit more time, you know, for him to rest up, look at his health, uh, take care of himself. End of the day, the guy had passion for football. You know, that's that's one thing. Whether we wanted him at the club or not, he had a passion for football. It's kind of incredible at 76 years old, the fact that he still wanted to manage. Um, but yeah, look, it is sad. And um, from everyone at Back of the Nest and of course at Palace as well, um, they said as well, you know, wish Roy all the best. And maybe at, towards the end of the season, he could come to Palace and, you know, say his goodbyes like that. Now, Oliver Glasner, as I said, Fabrizio Romano, Ben Jacobs, um, you know, everyone, everyone is basically saying he is set to become a new manager. Two year deal plus a year. Take wait, wait. Deal one person, yeah. one person didn't say it. Alan Nixon didn't say it yet. Oh yeah, that's why it hasn't been announced yet. Because right. Alan Nixon hasn't approved. Yeah, because because Nixon yeah. hasn't. Um, what's it right. <laughs> Yeah, he kind of denied it. He kind of he did rubber, rubber stamp it. Yeah, he's not getting three <laughs> right in a row. He got two right with the signings. He's not getting three right in a row. Not Nixon. Yeah, well, yeah he's, he's waiting. He's waiting till it's announced, then he's going to say it. He's waiting till it's announced, then he's going to say it. Um, but um, look, Stan, you actually um, made a call about this weeks ago. Um, you wanted Glasner at the football club. He is he a winning manager. And I actually want to talk about that as well, because mm-hmm. I guess Frank De Boer was a winning manager. Um, but apart from that, I mean, when you look at his profile, what he's done at clubs, we're going to look at, you know, look at just not his latest job, but Wolfsburg. Um, how he made them, you know, mm-hmm. achieve Champions League football and Frankfurt, winning the Europa League. There, you must be happy because this is the man that you wanted. I'm very happy, um, and they actually spoke to him. The club actually spoke to him in the summer. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know why they didn't bring him in then. Yeah, um, to be honest with you, he's a manager with some pedigree. Um, you know, he's managed in in the Bundesliga. 
like you said, he unexpectedly got Wolfsburg up to fourth and they were in the Champions League. Um, and then he went to Eintracht Frankfurt, which was a mid to lower end Bundesliga team, and he got them into Europa and he went and won the bloody thing. Um, he is well known for bringing in youth players. Um, he plays a style of football that is probably better on the eye than our current uh, coaching setup plays. He plays a press. Um, he's, he, he plays a very aggressive side of football. And I think that he will bring that winning mentality to Crystal Palace back. Um, I know this is a Palace channel. We don't like mentioning Brighton, but I don't know if you watched the post-Brighton interviews I watched from both sides. The Palace players are heads down, mumbling. And I can I know Brighton had just won, but you can see in all of their post-match interviews, if you ever watched them, they are switched on, they are on it, they are winning, etc., etc. And their coach brings them to that level all the time. And I'm hoping, I'm not saying he's going to do a madness to a deserve he gets into Europe, da, 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 but I'm hoping he's going to bring that mentality back that probably we haven't had since we had Vieira in his first season. Um, yeah. That's what needs to come back. So, yeah. What's it called? Oliver Glasner's Red Blue Army, lads. Yeah. Honestly, um, when I saw it today, I was like, that, like, we, we're finally getting a new manager. Just not a new manager in, in, in the sake of a new manager, but a manager that's won something. A manager that is actually quality. He's got experience. And there's been other managers that we've been linked with, such as Steve Cooper that, Patrick, you wanted at a football club. But I've had some reservations about him, but then it reached a point where it was so bad on the Roy that, you know, maybe bring in Steve Cooper because genuinely I don't think he could get any worse right now. But I'm much more happier with Glasner than Steve Cooper um, due to his experience abroad as well and the type of football that he wants to play. And it's not just all guns blazing. He has the right time to press. It's not like you're going to press for nine minutes. There's there's moments of the game where the players will conserve their energy. There's moments of the game where the players will press. Um, of course, it's a different system. But um, when you first heard the news, Patrick, because you really wanted a change, I think you were one of the first people or in line of the first people that wanted a change. As soon as Roy was announced in the summer, you did say that it wasn't the right appointment. You wasn't happy with it. But now that we've got a new manager, now that it's all confirmed, are you happy? with the man that's going to be leading the project because that's what it seems like. It's, it's the project. Well, that's 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 the thing. Well, first, again, credit to Stan because, again, when he mentioned Glasner back in, like, I think November on one of the post-match, I hadn't even... I knew who he was because I know about Frank, but I didn't really think that chance we could ever get him. So kudos to him because I didn't think about him being a, an option. And then just real quickly, regarding Cooper, the reason I wanted to have Cooper because, honestly, I needed somebody different than Roy, someone who I thought had a plan. What I did today, because um, I had a, a quite a bit of time from the time this kind of came out to now to kind of uh, look it up. I looked up some information about um, Glasner. So I want to bring out six important points about him, right? The first thing is, one, he's known to improve players, which I think as a Palace uh, manager, we haven't had many coaches or managers in the past that have known to improve players. Two, man management style is brilliant, they, they say, which is also a very important trait. I think in the past, the has been pretty good, Pardew's decent man management. Three, gets the best out of each player, which I think is always important to improve to each player. Four, gets teams p- punching above their weight individually and as a team. As a Palace fan, I am so tired of this phrase of a free hit. To me, you go in there and you do your best and you punch above your weight, you do the best you can. As a Palace supporter, I loved what I he- when I heard about that. Number five, you invest in youth talent and has a passion for it. 
And he had the courage of his convictions to give them opportunities to, to play. And he trusts them in games. Listen, man, we all know my passion for the youth. And if that's going to be a thing that he's going to bring to Palace, I'm all for it. And number six was, if players buy into his system, they're ruthless, they're intense, they're quick countering, they're aggressive, and they're intelligent. And they're going to have, Palace going to have a clear identity. So let me tell you something. I could not be any happy about this, this decision. Listen, everybody knows I was a big Vieira fan. But even Vieira, for me, didn't have these types of attributes coming into Palace. He didn't have the, the trophies, didn't have the background. And more importantly, like I said, he has the things that, for me as a Palace fan, this is what I want for my manager, man. I want man management. I want, you talk about the, the, the uh, tactics, D, he'll switch it up, 3-4-3, 4-3-3, 3-5-2. love that about a manager. You have to be adaptable. This is 2024. This is not 20, this is not 2011. This is not 2012. Or 1990. You get, yeah, you, you have, have to saying, you know, be able to adapt I'm, I'm incredibly excited about it. Now, it's not official, so I don't want to go crazy. But Oliver Glasner is, is a massive coup for Palace. The man was linked with Bayern Munich. The man was linked with Bayern Munich. And apparently, he might have a clause in his contract, by the way, to go to Munich if they come calling, which, again, it is what it is. And no, no, like, we'll be here for like two days before Bayern Munich come calling for him. Yeah, that would be so Palace, right? And lastly, seriously, kudos to John Texter. And the reason I'm saying that is I know I know that one, he wanted him at Lyon a few months ago, and two, he spoke to him before Parrish did. So I know in the, we have a lot of people on here who are anti-texter. You can be whatever you want. That's fine. And it's not an anti-Parrish statement. I'm just saying that you want that for John Texter. And I'll even say Harrison Blitzer, too, because they wanted they wanted um this manager also. He would not be here. So I want to just say, man, seriously, this is a massive coup for Palace. I hope it works out. I'm excited. I'm not going to be the kind of person, by the way, who's going to be in a month or now and say, oh, Glasner out. I fact, every manager we've had, except for Hodgson, you can go back and look. I didn't, have, I didn't have a problem with Pardew. I like Pulis, Allardyce, Hodgson the first time, not the second time. So I'm not going to be this kind of person going to come on here and now and say, oh, Glasner in and then uh, three months from now when it's not working out, Glasner out. I'm all for this project, man. I love it. Yeah. It's a great, great hire. And I really hope it works out. Yeah, so we've got a super chat here from Daniel. Just quickly want to bring this up. Thank you once again for your super chat. He says, wish we could convince him in the summer. Hopefully we stay up. Fellas, do you think this board will back him? I don't think he comes unless he has some reassurances from the board. And I think that's a very good question. Um, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, I think you answered the question there, Daniel. I, I don't think he will come unless he has reassurance from the board. Um, I need to find the source, but, um, you know, not today. I think it was yesterday that um, the reports were suggesting that him and, Doug, you know, him and Dougie Friedman met. Um, and they had very good talks, and everything was, um, you know, clearly. Glasner, and the reason why this question is important because I'm going to I'm going to try to find the reports about why he left Frankfurt in the first place. Like he is a demanding manager. He might not look like it, but he is, and he he will, you know, he would so he, like. And you should be a demanding manager. Yeah. Yeah, you want a manager like that. You want a manager to try and push a club forward. And this is a manager that won Europa League and still left. He still left because he felt the club was doing one thing and they wanted another right. thing. But as we listed, I don't think there should be much of a problem at Palace because I think these discussions, first of all, before you sign a contract, you have these discussions and clearly he'll saw the project. Maybe that included the idea of maybe sending one of these or, or, or one of these key players right. and might be happy with that and reinvested that money back into the team. But overall, what we want to do now, we are, as a football club, in terms of investing in youth, trying to actually play football, right. which we did do under Patrick Vieira. 
it didn't make sense. Unfortunately, I know it's not the best time right now to talk about Hodgson in detail because the man's in hospital, but it didn't make sense real point to Roy Hodgson because we know that he had a different style of approach. But right now with Glasner, it does kind of make sense now. Now I can actually believe the club plans a bit more that we do want to use, use youth. And that's our main focus. And that academy, we are going to try to get the best out of them because this is a manager that not only the academy, but the players that we've got here as well, he's going to try and get the best out of them. And that's what right. he has done in previous jobs. Go ahead, Patrick. Now, yeah, my point was, I mean, I think, like, going back to the Texter thing, I think that he'll be back because, because Texter, Harris, the Blitzer are going to back him. Now, again, no no, no shots at Parrish, but we all know that in the past, Parrish has not wanted to spend the money. I think if Glass is going to come here and he's spoken to Dougie, he knows he's going to be back. We brought in Wharton, we brought in Munoz, <laughs> he spent the most money in the last window. There's no reason why we can't spend money in the next window. I'm not talking 150 million. I'm talking about enough to, let's say, get the, the striker that we're going to need. Maybe if we lose Olise, we replace him maybe. And then maybe we get a backup left back, that kind of thing. Or You know what I mean? So I think there's no doubt that he'll be back. Because again, this is, not a, this is not a parish pick. This is a Texter, Harris, Blitzer, and they have the money. So. But Dougie was involved as well. So no, I think we have... only, no, agree, 100%. No, Dougie, 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I... I want to back up what Patrick just said as well. And uh, Patrick, we conversed about this this morning as well. He is a John Texter hire. I'm telling you, he is a John Texter hire. And I, listen, I might get slated for this, whatever. I think John Texter has gone to Parish and said, I own the majority of this football club. I don't care about your golden share. Okay. If you don't hire my guy, I'm out of it. That's what I think has happened. I don't, I don't, well, we, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I feel like they all wanted to change their stance. So I don't know exactly what, what Listen, conversation that they could have had. Parish has but, been dithering. This should have happened in November. Yeah, it should have, it should have happened a while ago. It should have happened a while ago, but it's, yeah, it's frustrating. But then again, I guess if, if Lazarus is the answer now, even though it should happen a while ago, it makes things a bit better. It's not like we're bringing in Steve Cooper, for example, to get it makes it a bit more respectable in that sense. But I do agree with you. It should have but, happened a bit, you know. Yeah, One more thing I will say before, obviously, I know T's come on. He's going to want to give his give his yeah. uh, give his two cents in a second. The one thing I really liked about Vieira was the fact that he went and watched the academy game. He went and watched the young teams play, and from what I remember is that every team throughout the club was trying to play the style of football that they were trying to implement in the first team. Okay. When he left, that all just went to pieces. And I don't know what, what they're doing at the moment. I mean, our academy teams are quite good. You know, they, they are making, you know, they are making progress. I hope the same now happens with all of the A few of our mem- the members of our board, so one of the members of our board, he's very known to give people assurances and then not come up with it. Okay. Um, which I hope doesn't happen this time. But I'm telling you. This is the best hire that we could have made. I know it's not official yet. It will be in the coming days. This is the best hire this club could have made. You could not have hoped for a better prospect as a manager than Oliver Glasner. Uh, Dee, yeah. before you bring uh, T on, I want to address something in the chat because I want this is, this is not going to go on for the entire show, okay? Now, Luke, did you hear me, talk, did you hear me at the beginning of the show? Did you not hear me? I enjoying and agreeing with this bit. Think Patrick should at least say he hopes Roy's okay after all he said. What have I? What did I say? Begin the show, D. And Stan, what did I say? Yeah, I mean, we all said that. We all. Okay. I mean, seriously, like, we're gonna do this the whole the whole show. You're gonna slate me because I didn't. I is that what we're gonna do? This is. I already said I hope he's okay. We're not gonna do yeah, this yeah. the entire show. 
we've we've already we've already discussed this, and I mean, there, there's let's not even push these. I said at the start of the show, any kind of pers- like personal disrespect was right. We talk about for a, the manager, we wanted him out, but right now, at the end of the day, seventy six year old man is in hospital. Um, he was meant to say his goodbyes at the press conference. It's not going to happen like that, um, unfortunately, because he was in hospital. Steve actually even flew him to the hospital. It was a rough day, so I'm not. We're not taking any disrespect like that towards a 76 year old man. Yeah, you know, let's have a bit more class. And everyone here has so far um, had that. So let's keep it like that. Um, T, what's going on, man? It's been a while. It's been a while, bro. I, was, I started to forget what you look like. <laughs> I just he got a fresh trim though. He's got a fresh trim. <laughs> exactly. Where you been? Where you been? Yeah, man. Um, working like crazy mostly. Yeah. Is your mic? Well, your mic is a bit. I don't know what's going on with your mic. It, see you if you can... I, had to, I had to do it on my phone because I couldn't get on on my computer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Like, it, was, it was. I think it was rubbing onto something, so it was yeah. a bit muffled. But now I think it sounds a bit fine. Um, yeah. Look, Glasner uh, set to become a new manager. Are you happy um, out of all the managers that we could have um, got out there? He's won the Europa League. Um, he's, you know, developed teams and pushed them on as well. Um, is this the manager that you wanted at Palace? I mean, uh, it, it's definitely one I'm excited about, man. Um, I mean, I, and, and I, don't, I don't know how far it goes back, but like how, how long has it been since we've had a, a manager that's won something significant? um in recent history too you know i'm like this we're talking about a guy who won the europa league two years ago you know um i don't know it, it's it's significant I, I don't think anybody can say that it's not significant you know mm. yeah i think that is I, I just a quickly another thing as well look he's coming from abroad they're right so there might be question marks um what about the communication issues can he be would he be able to translate his ideas over because We've even seen it with the likes of Emery. He, he was, he was, you know, still he was an awful manager, Arsenal, but his English wasn't as good as it is I've even now. It's better, and that was fantastic English. Yeah, that was he an issue, and that's that's what I wanted to bring up. Glasner, yeah, Glasner can speak. Pro, you know, hey, if he, he speaks better English, English than me and you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he can speak English, so there there isn't any problems there. So if anyone had any questions about. Well, would he be able to, you know, we're in a relegation battle, yeah, would he be able they, to they, 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 you speak perfect English. Perfect so that would help us. Yeah. yeah. And I and I think that probably does play a part. It might seem insignificant at times. You might think, oh, well, he's fine, he will learn English. But when you're in a relegation battle, which we are right now, and you need your manager to be able to translate his ideas, express himself to the players. We need him to be able to speak English and communicate with these players right now, and he can do that. So that's another plus as well. But talking about relegation, let's quickly ask um, everyone's thoughts on this. Is he the right man in a relegation battle? Because there's even question marks in the chat as well saying, is this the right time to appoint him? Considering that he hasn't had any Premier League experience. I know he's had very good experience abroad, especially over in Germany, but he hasn't yet to manage in the Premier League and he's straight away throwing into a relegation battle with, you know, some key plays out. What do you think about that, um, Patrick? I'm not sure he had a choice. Um, so at this point, um, as far as the options, it wasn't like he had an Allardyce out there or Pulis you could turn to after, after Hodgson. So at this point, for me, you have to appoint someone. It's not ideal that he hasn't had Premier League experience, but there are matches out there that we can win regardless of who the manager is, you know, the the Burnley game, the Luton game. We have to win those, whether it's, whether it's going to be Hodgson or Glasgow. We probably need about four more wins 
in the last mm -hmm. uh 10 10 or so matches or what yeah. is it 40 matches so we have left so i mean i, I it's, it's not ideal but i think that like i said knowing his background knowing what he's come what he's what what he'll bring to the club the players take more responsibility for me they have to step up you know how they've been playing because a lot of them have underachieved but for me um it's a it's the best we could have done and again for me it's not necessarily about this season because again people been talking the entire time about it's unlikely we're going to go down with the um possible forest and everton additional uh you know losing points and obviously burnley and luton uh burnley so chef united really struggling so I mean, we're in it, but again, I just think that we had no choice but to make a, a decision. I think it's a pretty decent one. Yeah, yeah, and and I think it comes down to that because based on the reports, some some of the other managers that we were linked with, it, it seemed like they were scared. They weren't willing to take the job right now. And I said it all along: if you're if you're not willing to take us right now when we need you, when we're saying we need you at Palace, we want to stay up as a Premier League football club, then we'll give you the opportunity. Don't come back around. Stay where Great you are. And I'm happy yep. that the club made that decision by hiring Glasner rather than waiting until the summer because some of these managers that's been on the club's list, they just turned us down when we needed them. And I think we're the basement before. managers there as well. Like, I'm like, Steve Cooper, like, sorry, mate, like, your stock ain't really that high at all. And you're turning down another chance of managing the Premier League. Yeah, all right. We'll just go and get Oliver Glasner, who's Lopetegui as well. And you know, come on, have have some faith. Have some faith in your manager ability. That just doesn't give me any confidence. I'm happy that we avoided those managers. It comes down to guys having like your manager having confidence in himself and what he is all about, uh, his philosophies, the things that he can, um, you know, impart upon a team. To, to make them win. I mean, the, the thing that I'm personally um, rather optimistic with when it comes to Glasner is when you look at his resume, regardless of where it's been, he's taken teams that have been on the lower end and he's taken them to elevated higher level, level yep, elevated them to level. Now, mind you, a lot of those he had, you know, full training camps, things of that nature to, to, to get his team to, to those points. But I, I'm guessing that the experiences that he's had in those places where he's taken teams from 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 lower end to to very very high aspirations, he feels like he can implement that and in a timely manner, believing in himself and probably seeing our team. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. Like we have a I, we we still have a very talented squad. I I, I stand by that. Yeah, so any any manager, competent manager, yeah, competent yeah. manager can see, can see we got great pieces here. I can make this work with what I do well. I think he's just like got to just change like the setup a little bit, and I think th that gives us like another twenty percent chance of, of winning a game or getting something out of a game. I mean, it's you know where we are at the moment. I mean, look at you know, how many times we've just sort of fallen at the wayside or fallen asleep or, you know, conceded in the first minute or unable to score a goal from a set piece. I mean, you know, there's like two or three things there that you could change pretty freaking quickly um, and that will give you a better chance. I really hope that he's allowed to bring an entire backroom team with him and we don't have to give Dean Kiley the goalkeeper coaching job again that he well, goes with him as well. Paddy may be a first-team coach or, you know, 
somewhere in the club, but like we've got to stop being a jobs for the boys. What if he wants it? What if he wants it? What if he wants an uh, uh, assistant or someone that knows the players just there? It's fine. That's up to him. If that's what he wants, because there isn't that long left. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting to see who he's going to bring with him in such a short amount of time. I think well, it's just a manager. It was um, Emmanuel. Eman- I got yeah. it. It's Emmanuel Pogatetz. He's a former Premier League player, played for Middlesbrough, played for West Ham, uh, centre back, tough guy, very yeah. emotional, hard as nails player. I think to have Pogatetz in there. Patrick, do you remember the nickname that they had for that guy? They said it, might be, like, it might be Matt. I think it's like Mad Dog. Mad Dog, yeah. Because yeah. of how exactly. so, so. He is a very intense guy. Listen, that's you get someone like that, get intense to him. I have no problem with McCarthy and Connie staying rest of the season. I want them gone at the end of the season. But for right now, transition-wise, with 14 matches, you got to keep them around because you, players are going to need someone they can that they that they know. But bringing a couple of players, people that he knows and have them be part of that stuff, I got no problem with that. But again, I'm yeah. I'm with Stan. I don't need to I don't need them to stick around next season. But right now. You can keep Kylie, get him off set pieces, obviously, but um, keep Patty around. But yeah, you don't, you don't, have to, you don't have to keep. You know, Ray will be gone because he's, you know. So, but no, I have no problem with him bringing him a couple of his own people. But I think transition wise, keep a couple of the people that are here now would be good for the players that are here. But um, we you know we'll see what happens. But I mean, yeah. it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, and he's a very animated manager as well. If you go watch, uh, oh, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's great. Oh, he's, oh, he's awesome. like, I love that. You know what? We we just need a connection. Yeah, we just we need a connection between the manager, the fans, and the players. And you can tell, like, even his celebrations in the Europa League final. Just yes, he's won the Europa League. Of course, he's going to be delighted. But he just slided on the ground, like sliding under the players. They created like, a little pathway for him. He just slided on. The, like yeah. he just seems like he just he enjoys it. He's passionate. It's all. Yeah, fairly young as well in terms of managerial. Yeah, forty nine. Yeah, yeah, forty nine. He's he's still you know he's still learning. He's growing and he's improved wherever he's gone. Like there isn't anything out of there. But I just want to quickly also talk about why I think this is important now rather than summer. Even if it's Glasner, even if you got Glasner summer, why it's important now rather than summer? The club right now, in all honesty, from the fan base to the ownership to the players, it's it's literally a roller coaster that's just not even coming. The roller coaster can come down like this, but it's coming down like this. I'm not even talking about just results. It is incredibly toxic, and I'm not. I just think it's getting loop the loop, bro. <laughs> it's not coming huh? down. It's getting loop the loop. Nah, it, this one ain't looping. This one just it's crashing down. It's there's there's no yeah. It's about to crash down. That's how yeah. That's how down we're going. But um, the reason why I think it's important now rather than summer is one. We ideally you want to give new players that you want to recruit in the summer and all the current players, a bit of belief. I think Crystal Palace right now, the fans, I think we didn't, I didn't have any belief about the season or the future uh, with, thing, with how things were going. But if this new manager comes in, if he implements his ideas, if he bu- builds a connection, which I think we need again, you look at players like Yoki Manderson, this season he hasn't been the same, but we know his talents, we know his ability. There's been times where he's, Got up to the fans. He just seemed frustrated. His body language just seemed off. And I don't think he's been enjoying his football at Palace. But players like that, if you can give them, the, give them the belief that, you know what, we've got this manager. Let's see how you get along with him. And if they do get along, then we could actually solve some of our, some of our problems by some of these players actually playing better, but also considering whether they want to move away from Palace. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I would say as well? It's very important that they've gone and got him now because likely in the summer... Moyes leaving West Ham, big job. They the Zerbi, yeah, link there. The Zerbi Zerbi, potentially yeah. leaving Brighton, right. 
big yeah. job. Um, Tuchel leaving Bayern, possibly. Yeah, Tuchel leaving Bayern, big job. I don't know how strong the link was with Glasner and Bayern. I'm not discounting his abilities. Listen, Bundesliga, like they brought Nagelsmann in, who I'd never heard of in my life, and he's got, look what he did. Do you know what I mean? So, Hansi Flick was the same one. He was, you know, I didn't know that much about him. But um, what I would say is that this is the time to go for him because there will be bigger jobs available in the summer. And I think Parish thought that, oh, well, I'll get to pick the managers in the summer and I'll just wait around and da 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 da. But not working like that. Do you know what I mean? Football unravels, it moves quickly. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, Patrick, I know you need to head off. Um, but um, when it is actually officially announced, we'll probably open up the lines then, get everyone's thoughts as well. Um, but yeah, um, we'll catch up with you again soon. Now, watch where Patrick's available for everything. <laughs> Every show. He'll, he'll create well, shows himself. I'll just, I'll come over and I'll just see Patrick. When, do it, live when are we doing the morning? Play ratings. Are we going to do that again now? Yeah, player player player. Player. Oh, God, could you imagine player ratings the past like three five shows, five shows a day now? Yeah, Patrick should be. I, yeah. I, I gave you a break doing not doing player ratings, mate. So you should be happy that we haven't been doing it for the last three months. Yeah, well, a lot of people here probably haven't even seen the player ratings because it's been that that long ago and there's been a lot of new subscribers. Patrick, but before but yeah, you yeah. go, yeah, who was Glasner's star midfielder at Eintracht Frankfurt that we nearly bought? In the summer, or under Vieira. Oh, it's uh starts with a D. I know who it is as well. D. I know who it is. It starts Jib- with an S. It starts with Jib- an S. Jabril So, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about. I was thinking about actually the striker, Kola Moani. Didn't he play for Eintracht Frankfurt too? The striker. He did. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sal, yeah, Sal. We were linked with him. Anyway, well. boys, great stream. Up to enjoy my birthday. Have a nice Happy day. birthday, Patrick. Right, Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Um, let's let's go through some of the. Chats as well. Um, uh, let's see this super chat from Cameron Fitzpatrick. He's being a bit insensitive. He wasn't being insensitive. He just, you know, he just, he just like it, it, it is a sensitive topic. Like we're not just talking about Roy and Zach. The man is yeah, yeah. a seventy-six-year-old. People, people can't compartmentalize it. Like they automatically like when we're speaking about the unhappiness of the manager and the job he's done people can't compartmentalize the conversation to just being about that they have to make it about the fact that he did have the health care today yeah which, which, yeah exactly which, yeah like which we recognize we understand but we, that doesn't that doesn't mean that roy hasn't been doing horrible as a manager for us oh yeah totally, different conversation totally entirely different conversation is completely compartmentalized not only is it compartmentalized but as we said and i watched the beginning of the show um Patrick was 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 sensitive, was sensitive enough to address it and 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 give him well wishes on on his health. But that being aside from that, we can still have a conversation about him needing to go, about him not performing as as, as a manager. We can have that conversation and and not be insensitive because we're not we're not we're not kidding ourselves here. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not being insensitive. I think every Palace fan is grateful for what Roy Hodgson did for this club. But the long and short of it is, is that probably since Fulham at home back in September, it has been rubbish. Yeah. It has. I, yeah. And I just quickly want to bring up this comment from James saying Frankfurt didn't want him and we're delighted to have him. Frankfurt didn't want him. He literally won them a trophy. It's not that's about not Frankfurt true. not wanting him. James, really that's not true. 
He's because he There's was a- pressuring them about making moves for players so that they could continue to achieve at a high level. They were losing guys because of how talented they were. Did you did you realize that they who Patrick just mentioned they lost they lost Colo Muani to, to to other clubs and they weren't willing to spend money to go out and get players. So it was a it, it was a, a difference in opinion between the, the with, with the squad. So if anything, it's not like he wasn't doing well as a manager and he wasn't getting results. That has nothing to do with it. So get your facts straight before you get on here and make a comment like that because it doesn't make sense. And exactly. the other thing I, is, I, yeah. I was going to say, sorry, D, to interrupt you. I was going to say this later. Who do you want in charge, James? Who do you want? Steve Cooper? Yeah, who? Steve Cooper? Listen, I I'm going to say maybe. this now. Some of this right. fan base, they're not ready for Oliver Glasner. They're just not ready for it. They won't like it. It's too much change. They'll get, they'll get, they're not ready for it. By the way, I guess we shouldn't look into these things too much, but I have to. I have to right now. Oliver Glasner, he follows 11 people on his Instagram. You know who, who he follows? This he follows us. He follows, he follows Palace no. and he follows Fabrizio Romano and just basically no other football club. You're like, it's pretty much up. I just think right now what it is, I don't know when he'll be announced because it is a very awkward time. Uh, yeah, with what's happening with Roy. But, but, next but after. Yeah, 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 most likely next week. But, you know, he's even following Palace on his Instagram and I don't think that is a coincidence. Like, why on earth would he follow Palace when there's so many teams out there and no other um, football side? Um, but, yeah, so, so yeah. Um, Luke said I would have been happy with Jose Mourinho. Or Hassan Uto. Um, let's quickly just talk about his system. So we talked about him playing potentially five at the back. Mm-hmm. Do we think we've got the plays now for that? I think that's why the Daniel Munoz signing, I was very happy with. Because at the start of the window, we were talking about potentially signing another left back, which would have made sense as a backup to Tyreek Mitchell, a bit more competition there. But we desperately needed another right back for moments like this. Because if we didn't sign Munoz, I don't know if Glasner looks at the squad saying, I, I don't know if I can play the same way because yep. Wardy on the final client, they cannot play as win backs. I think Munoz fits that system. Um, so, when you look at our squad right now, do you think maybe it's not where it should be to fit Glasner's system, or do you think we have enough to play the type of football that he wants to play? I think we have a great team for what he's looking to do. I think there's only one position that, that even comes across as a little bit of a worry, and that's left wing back. But if you analyze his tactics, which I've been trying to do my research on ever since this came to be, he likes to advance one of his wingbacks forward and tuck the other one in. So in that situation, if that's how he's going to do it, and we're talking about not necessarily putting both of them really high, then you can afford to play uh, Tariq Mitchell on that left wingback spot because you're not expecting him to to be that extremely advanced left wing back if he's going to tuck in more. Outside of that, if you did want to have a guy play more advanced, then you just have to probably be creative and figure out who you can put in that situation um, and play in that spot. My my mind immediately goes to Jordan Ayew, personally. But what well, uh, uh, what spot? At left wing back. Hmm. What about so Mitchell? You wouldn't. Playing my I, wing. No, I think I, 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 if if 
if the tactics hold true to what I've been seeing about them tucking in one of the 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 wingbacks when when the other one goes forward, then I will be fine with with uh, Tariq being there because he, then he's not truly being a an out and out wingback. You know what I mean? So in that situation, he I think he can can handle that position. But if they wanted somebody to be more of an out and out wingback, then maybe Jordan Ayew is probably the the person that you look at. Yeah, and I think our centre halves uh, fit into what he wants to do as well. So yeah. he likes to take either the left centre back or the right centre back uh, and push them forward, allow them yep. to dribble the ball and join the midfield for overload. And, and then, we got guys that can do that. Gehi, which I think that's what they can do. In fact, I haven't really seen much of Anderson do that recently. I know he's had a few runs at a, but you know, know he definitely can. Like he has that ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got we've got the players there. What about in, in the attack? If we play five at the back, um, you know, there'll be one striker and two players, you know, right uh, behind the striker. Inside, how yeah, do we see the front three with Elise? I know Elise won't be back here, but let's say if everyone's fit, how do we see that even working? France is there, Edouard, Mateta, Eze, there's a lot of players. Yeah, Eze, Eze, Elise, for sure. And then take your pick of who you want up top. I think right now, I mean, I guess it, it really depends on what, Flick, I mean, what I'm sorry, not Flick, but uh, but what uh, Grasner wants, yeah, I think in this situation it's going to be Mateta because if you think back to some of the guys he's had at, at striker before, he likes bigger strikers. Um, like when at Wolfsburg is when he had um, uh, don't escape me, uh, Veghorst, about Veghorst, yeah, and he got the best out of Veghorst, yeah, and he got the okay. He's, yeah, the reason, he's, really he's literally up, the reason why Veghorst yeah, ended up enough. getting an opportunity to go somewhere like Man United. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like yeah, How he was playing. So, um, so I can see it being somebody like, uh, like, like Mateta. And then if that's the case, then that then gives uh, Edward the chance to shift back also and kind of rotate in the, that, that, uh, those inside forward positions. But I think, um, I think that would be Eze and Elise when everybody's healthy. But then you got Franza, you've got Hamada that can get in there. Um, you know, so I think we've got a good stable of guys that can step into those roles immediately, along with the two defensive midfielder positions that, you know, right now would be Lerma, Wharton, um, probably Hughes on the back end, but when everybody's healthy. You got Decore there too, so you got some some really good guys that that can rotate into those spots. So I feel like what we have right now suit what he's looking to do personnel wise pretty well. Outside of the que- that that one question mark at left wing back. Mm, so do you think so? Left wing back is your um, problem, uh, well issue that you want to see um, solved, and you know only time will tell what Glasner will do. But right. uh, f- for you, Stan. Um, are there any players that you think haven't been performing that you hope that Glasner will get the best out of them um, so far this season? I hope he gets a tune out of Edward, um, if I'm being honest. Edward was all right, though, until he got injured. And then yeah, he really hasn't really had a chance, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I think there is more to come from him, you know? Um, I do think there is more to come from him. And... Um, yeah, I think uh, what's it called? I think that um, yeah, th- th- there's more to come from him, um, and I-, I just think we need to score some goals. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think the team needs to get scoring some more goals. I think we need to do a little bit more. Like, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, 
which players have performed brilliantly this year. I mean, well, we need to stop with competing roles first and foremost. We need to stop um, like that. That's been a firstly, problem. Like, I hope he way. comes in and grabs Dean Henderson by the scruff of the neck, slaps him round the face with a wet cloth a few times, and puts him in the reserves. Right? Well, I don't think maybe Dean, uh, maybe Dean Henderson can react to you know a new manager coming in as well. Don't you think one of those yeah. players? Because right now it seems like even though Sam Johnson is there, it seems like his position is a much bigger threat. And it, but the thing is, Dean Henderson, it seems like he's going to be the Sam Johnson replacement. Um, that's what you know. That, I don't know if Ogie's going to realize that he's made a mistake. Well, it's looking like a mistake so far. Maybe he still needs a bit more time to bed in. But a lot of people are saying that it's a massive flop already. Maybe Glasnar gets the best out of him. That <laughs> is a stupid move from the club if he's the Sam Johnson replacement. Because honestly, I would. We already need a replacement. You know what? I would honestly, I would in the summer, I would take whatever you can get for Dean Henderson, probably about two hundred grand, ship him off wherever, and just take the loss, mate. Take the loss, off you go, because he's that bad. He's the worst goalie I've seen at Palace in years. Yeah, well, in years, not the one. You're not comparing him to Wayne Henderson. Oh, you're still on that. Oh wait, he's he's on a part with him, Dean Henderson. Uh, he isn't. He isn't. I can't. There's no way. There's no way he's on the part of Wayne Hennessy. Wayne Hennessy gave me you ever seen him, like You ever seen him catch a cross, D? You ever seen Dean Henderson catch a cross? Yeah, I've seen him catch a cross, but I've also seen him catch a cross. Not the first attempt. But he, he can catch it, but he might spill it over a few times. But, so yeah, don't catch Dean, Wayne Hennessy gave me nightmares. He gave me nightmares. But, um, but yeah, look, Dean Henderson, that's a player to look out for, the goalkeeper situation, because I think that is getting... A bit weird right now with the amount of goals that we're leaking, some of the goals that we're actually conceding. Um, centre halves, I think, all uh, it should be Gay here, Anderson and Richards. I think we all agree on that. If they if we're playing a back five, Munoz at right wing back for me, left wing back would be Mitchell. I'll keep Mitchell at left wing back. Uh, I would have put Ayu there, even though there is a shout as you said, T. Um, midfield, Wilson, Lerma. Um, I think those are the players that should be, you know, solidify that midfield and attack right now. Maybe France, though. France, though. I mean, he looked energetic against um, against Chelsea, and yeah. you can tell he's still raw, but he's got that confidence. Like he he's willing to learn, he's willing to step out there and take that risk. He's not scared of misplacing a shot or misplacing a pass. And sometimes you need players like that for them to learn. Do you get it? like they, they just need to learn on the go and how important. Um, I don't think he realizes that if you give away the ball, you're not giving away to any other player. Now you're giving away to players that's worth about fifty, six million pounds. So, it, it, you know, but he won't know that France until he, you know, does his mistakes and learn from his mistakes as well. When Elise came into the side, he was he wasn't bad, but he wasn't perfect. He learned, he learned, and then slowly he just adapted naturally to the Premier League. Um, so for me, T, I'm looking at France, um, mm-hmm. the player to get excited about. And that's pretty much it. I don't know about you know the rack sack. Is there any other academy plays? Maybe Ozo gets a bit more of a shout. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he definitely could. I mean, and 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 the thing about Ozo is, you know, I mean, I think he's probably going to get more opportunities with a manager like Glasner than he would with off the Roy. bench. Oh. Glasner has because 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 Glasner has um a a a a, a history of bringing through younger guys and playing them. You know. Like, uh, you know, it, that type of thing is just something that, that that makes me think that hopefully maybe behind a Wharton and behind uh, a Lerma, the next person you see is 
Ozo. Maybe not, maybe not Will Hughes. You know what I mean? I you know, so yeah. Uh, Saturday for you. Yeah, go on. Listen, I just think that this manager, look at Ahamada. Someone's mentioned Ahamada there, right? Ahamada was starting in the Bundesliga, lads. He was starting in the Bundesliga and he was scoring goals. Yep. He will Oliver Glasner is could get is probably gonna get better out of him. And we're finally gonna see Ahamada for what he actually is. Please God. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I listen, I just honestly with this manager, I just want him to make us competitive in every game. That's a start. I just want to compete whoever we've had. I'm not saying we have to beat them, we have to do this, we have to do that. I just want to be competitive in every game. I want to take the cup seriously and see what happens from there. But I, I want the board to give him a squad capable of doing that. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's and I think this summer is going to be massive for that. Uh, and we're going to we're going to see what type of football that he plays. We're going to see how these players react to him. So there's still you know decent amount of game size to see you know uh, for him to look at some of these players and say yes he's the one for me. No, he's not the one for me. Maybe some of these players could surprise us. There might be another academy player that we haven't even mentioned that might get a bit more of opportunity. Maybe one of the strikers if if he doesn't rate Mateta or Edward, for example. Maybe one of the, you know the forwards in the academy they they could get opportunities. So it's it's very hard to say when you have a manager that you know that actually wants to look at youth, which I don't think we've really had now. I know there's been a few youth players on the bench, but in all honesty, no one really expected them to come on and change the game or even play. Because look at France. I mean, France comes on. He started against Chelsea, but before the Chelsea game, he barely had any opportunities. So. You know, with with this new manager, maybe we see players that we haven't even expected to see this season, which could be um, which could be the difference as well. So, so yeah, I think it should be um, it should be exciting. Patrick saying Teo would be in perfect uh, win back next season. Really he, he really, really, really could be Patrick. Like, no kidding. Like, oh yeah, he, like if he if he gets himself together and shows the manager what he's all about, a hundred percent. That could, that could solve our, uh, the, the left-back problems that we've been having in terms of there's no backup to Mitchell. If if Teo can live up to the standards, if he can impress Glasnar, then you have Mitchell there and you have Teo there. And naturally, they should be able to push each other more. And another thing that I'm looking at with this manager is how does he react to players not playing well? Because this season, we've had a lot of players that start week in, week out when... They should have. Not playing good. They're not, they're not high-caliber players. You know? they're, added, they're adding nothing to the side. I wonder if... I guess all types of... Yeah, all managers must have their favorites, but is he going to be as stubborn as It, Roy it, doesn't see, it didn't seem like... It, when you when you go back and you look at his, his squads and his teams that he had, like when he was at Eintracht Frankfurt, even all the way back to when he was at, at Lask, like he wasn't playing guys for no reason. Like he was... He, he was putting guys on the pitch that deserved it, and it and and that even went as far as playing eighteen and nineteen year old starting eighteen and nineteen year old guys often. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like when, with with uh, Frankfurt, I can't. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the guy's name right. It's like Asnar Asnar now. Hmm. I'm, I'm not sure that's how you say his name, but like he was eighteen, nineteen years old, and he was double digit starts. Both both years, the, the year that they that they won uh, Europa League, he had like 20, 20 some starts as a nineteen year old. Mm. And another big thing, players out of contract. Just quickly, let's mention that as well. True. 
So those guys, there's a lot of trading sessions left. There's a few months. And yeah. some of these players, I mentioned the names. I don't know if this is exactly up to date, but I think it should be Will Hughes. His contract is meant to expire in the summer. I don't know if that's been signed, but this is according to Transfer Market. I'll double check it with other sources as well. Will Hughes, Jeffrey Schlupp, Reader World, Nathaniel Klein, Joe Ward, Nathan Ferguson, Tompkins, and Remy Matthews. Now, Remy Matthews and Tompkins, I think, regardless of who the manager was, I think they're going anyways. Nathan Ferguson, I think he's there by you know goodwill from the football club. Joe Ward, Nathaniel Klein, I think one of them will move on. Right now, it's looking more like Joe Ward. But Jeffrey Schlupp and Will Hughes. Now, from how I've seen the club operate, you expect them to sign another extension because it's an easy, cheap way to have players in the squad. Um, Will Hughes, I think, is a decent squad player. I wonder what Glasner would think of him. But Jeffrey Schlupp. I think it's the last time you'll see him starting for Crystal Palace. I can, I can tell you that, mate. Yeah, but it depends on injuries. It depends on injuries um, as well. But when you look at... Well, Will Hughes and Jeffrey Sharp is the two significant players in that list. I think it's it's, it's massive for both of them, no, Slam? That they have to prove themselves. I wonder what happens there. I wonder what Glasner thinks, what the club thinks. Because I think the club would look at the situation. Oh, look, Sharp, Will Hughes, we signed them. They know the Premier League, the experienced players. We need them. But for me... I think there comes a time where you just have to look and you just have to try and move on and replace these players because you keep signing and signing them and they're not offering much, especially with Schlupp. You know, I've, I think Schlupp is done. I, I just don't, I'd like, what role is he going to play in the team? You know, we like James Tomkins. He's not going to play under Oliver Glasner, is he? Like, let's be real, you know? He wasn't playing under Royce. That, that, makes me, that makes me think it's more important for us too to make sure that we that, that we're in the market for another center back because it's not the same. Um when you're when you're playing the, the, the three at the back, five at the back, whatever you want to say, like you're starting you're starting three guys. You know what I mean? And for us right now, that's Richard, that's Richard, Anderson, and Gahey. Therefore, we need to have legitimate guys that can play <laughs> behind them. So I think one of them's gonna get sold. I think uh, Gay's gonna get sold in the summer. Yeah, but that's why we were linked with Ronnie Edwards. And that's part of me, like, and part of me is like, do we at this point, like, in his system, if we need three center backs? I don't know. Who's that Donny from Torino that we were linked with as well? Uh, I'm sure. Oh, uh, sure. But he, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I I think Ronnie Edwards is the next one that they're, you know, really, well, not they've really tried this window or the previous window. They've been trying for a few years. Ronnie Edwards. So I think they'll go after him again. Um, Dor on tour, um, massive Forest fan, has a YouTube channel as well. Make sure to check him out. He says, Yo, D, I spoke to Frankfurt fans about this guy when we was uh, when he was linked with Forest. Very good manager, so he might be that guy. So another praise there from our position um, as well, saying, you know, when he was linked with Forest. Um, the Frankfurt fans were happy, and we're going to try to bring on a Frankfurt fan on this channel as well to get more of an insight ahead of him. But yeah, I think with with um, the centre back situation, I think you make a very good point there. I mean, you want to sell one of, you not want to, but it all depends. See, if we get Elise sold for seventy million pound, do we need to sell Gahey or Anderson? Is no. it seventy million pound like more than enough for us to you know have the players that we have right now in the squad and try to bring in a few other quality players. I think we can, re- based on the business that Doug has done so far, I mean, even Ronnie Edwards, he's, what, £10 million he's linked with, £12 million or whatever. 
you bring him in, that's ten million pound right there gone. Then you got another like fifty or sixty million pound left in the bank. Like, do we need to sell more stars in the summer? I think that's the, the the thing that's nice about our setup is the fact that you know our really really good players we didn't have to spend a ton of money to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in the event that somebody does go, like you said, if if it's in a, in a, a situation where an Elise gets sold for seventy million, that seventy million has covered almost all of the all of our transactions, man. But do you think Parish will remember what happened with AWB? Your man went for fifty mil. We didn't see a dime of it. Joe Ward is still here. We've only just signed her. But then again, I, I think it's different now with the amount yeah, of stars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. feel like it, the, the times have changed since then, Stan. You know what I'm saying? With guys like Texter coming on, on board, I would hope that those types of, um, I would say, mismanagement um, situations won't happen, is what I'm hoping. Mm. And also positive news on the Dougie Friedman um, to Man United links is that they seem like they're getting Dan Ashworth. So it seemed like Dougie's going to hopefully stay at the football club as well. So. A mate of mine, uh, he's a Man United fan, told me that Dougie's still coming, but he's working under Dan Ashworth. I said, that's not going to happen, mate. I don't think so. I don't think so. But we need to, you know, hopefully now things do get a bit more serious and we look like a serious football club. We need to try and push on this summer. We can't be doing the same mistakes. We can't be doing the same mistakes because... Yeah, it was it was absolutely awful. But look, we're going to wrap up here, people. Um, hopefully, Glasner is announced sooner rather than later. But more importantly than that, hopefully, Roy uh, recovers and uh, is admitted home if he isn't already done so, as as some of you may have missed um, earlier on um, in the afternoon. He was admitted to the hospital. He was rushed to the hospital uh, from Palace training ground um, due to health problems. Um, he's undergoing medical tests. He's in a stable condition. So. Hopefully everything is fine there. But as it stands for now, Paddy and Ray is going to take over Everton. Then hopefully next week everything can be sorted and Glasner can be officially announced as the Palace manager. But we are back. I know we've had a few days off. I was ill. As you can see, I've been muting myself and coughing still. So I'm still recovering. I'm not 100%. But if you have enjoyed this, make sure to leave a like and subscribe. Uh, we'll be here over the next few days talking about Glasner and much more. Thanks to every single one of you that's joined us. And until next time, up the palace. Up the palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.